Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cut the BS Podcast. This is Matthew Salerno here. Or, sorry, Matthew Salerno and Hunter Braddon here. I'm Hunter. He's he's Matt. Um, and this week, we unfortunately do not have a guest. Um, we are working on getting uh, a couple more for the rest of the semester. And so hopefully we have one next week, if not the week after that. Um, so this is another episode of Shower Thoughts. This is the third one this semester. And today... We are going to be talking about or giving our thoughts on um, goals setting um, and in the process of working towards achieving your goal, the importance of not letting others interfere with those and not really caring about um, others' opinions of you. And with that said, would you like to catch us up, Matt, on what we were talking about before getting in the studio? Yeah, so Hunter and I were talking about like how often you should look at your goals um ways to look at your goals or write them down or like keep them fresh um so for example this summer i know hunter made a vision board which is like putting a bunch of images together on a bulletin board or Mm -hmm. like a word document or something um like images that remind you of your goals and make you think of them um or another example is like in high school I would write down my goals in an expo marker on my bathroom mirror. Um, just a way to like see them every day and not forget them and like be able to update them pretty easily. But one issue with that is that um, a lot of times when like you keep something in the same place in your house or like at, like at first it looks new, you notice it every time, but then it starts to like disappear. You don't notice it as much. Um, so we were just talking about solutions to that. Um, yeah. And with, with that, as he said, it's sort of like you build up a tolerance to it almost. Because, um, like, for me, and Matt was talking about how this was true for him, um, like, the first two or three weeks when I would walk into my room and look at my vision board, I put it on my dresser um, next to my mirror. And so I would always see it in the mornings and after like right after I woke up so I'd be able to sort of think about it like get the day started on on a good note and then when I would be going to sleep at night um I'd be like I'd just be looking at it again um right before bed so it was kind of like reinforcing what my goals were um so I started the day with them ended the day with them but you know after that little two to three week I guess like honeymoon phase or whatever you'd like to call it um it didn't like I kind of just it became part of my everyday life and I wouldn't really, it didn't mean as much to me anymore and I wouldn't think about it as often. Um, and so one thing that Matt suggested, which I thought was a really awesome idea that I'm probably going to have to work on sometime later tonight or tomorrow is, uh, he said that you could basically make a word document and, um, on that document, just get pictures of, uh, all your, related to all your goals that you're working towards right now. Um, personally, for my vision board, I had some words on there, like Bible verses or quotes that I really liked, but it, it's all personal. You can do whatever you want. Um, words, no words, pictures, uh, anything. But um, what Matt was saying is make a Word document and put pictures in it. Um, and you can either print it out or not print it out, whatever you want to do. Um, and you check, if you don't print it out, get on your computer two or three times a day, when you're on there two or three times a day, just looking through the documents, scrolling through it, um, and taking a few minutes to be mindful about your goals and what they are. Um, or if you print it out, you know, make sure you see it 
three or four times throughout the day. Um, and then after that two to three week little honeymoon phase, um, where you're kind of feeling good about your goals and you're working on them and you're seeing, thinking about them every day, uh, go back to that same word document and either rearrange the pictures or add new pictures that are different than the original ones, um, related to the same goals. So like for me, that might look like if I want to, you know, for some of the races that I might want to do, um, get pictures of like the start and finish line for the first round. And then, um, you know, for the second round, when I change things up, maybe like get pictures of the finisher medals or like different parts of the course, um, whatever it is for your goal, you could, you could easily find new pictures to update it. Um, and then basically just repeat that, uh, until you see your goal through to, uh, to fruition. Um, and you know, you can print it out or not, you can, uh, do whatever you want with it. Um, but that, I thought that was a really, really great idea to keep them fresh, um, and to not basically have it be the same thing and eventually get old to where you don't even, door doesn't mean anything to you. Do you have any, uh, other ideas, Matt, as to, uh, on what possible solutions to the, uh, monotony, I guess, if that's the right word of it, uh, could be? Um, I don't know. I think like definitely, definitely moving it around in different places is a mm-hmm. good idea. Oh yes. I forgot about that one. And like changing how it looks. Um, one thing that I heard, um, and that I wish I had known this when I was making my first one, but if I make a second one, I can always redo it. Um, like on the word doc is uh, like our brains associate certain emotions or feelings with different colors. Um, and I was reading and I was, somebody told me actually that like on a vision board, if you include different colors that your brain associates with certain feelings, then I guess that sort of like strengthens or reinforces your, like the mental connection to your goals even more so than if it were just black and white or just like basic colors, um, which Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought of, which is actually really interesting. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of times for me, like when I hear song lyrics, mm, yeah, um, that can usually inspire me. Usually, like one or two lines. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe you could like, I don't know. I mean, you could make a playlist with songs that yeah, motivate yeah. you. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of different ways to do it, um, but it's definitely important, like. For me, I think I probably look at my overall goals and like refresh them every couple months. Okay. If that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Usually every time there's like a like a change of season in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that think makes sense. so That's probably appropriate too. Yeah. Um things come and go. Which should be like that, but I think I should definitely do it more often because I like like you were kind of saying this earlier, you like you get stuck going through the motions and you're in like autopilot mm-hmm. and you kind of forget about the goals. Yeah. You're kind of just like getting to the weekend or like just doing the assignments, doing just, the tasks. Yeah, just getting through it and doing it kind of mindlessly. Yeah, without like the end goal in mind. Mm-hmm. So I think definitely, I mean, it's tough. I, I think if you look at them, if you read them, or write them every day, you'll start going through the motions with that too. Exactly. And that 
that's why how you mentioned looking at them like the one guy eric thompson how you said that he said you should look at your goals like five times a day and that sounds great but it's sort of like after the first week or two it's just like you read through them five times a day and it doesn't mean much anymore Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate because like the whole point of that is for it to mean more to you yeah i think maybe a solution to that would be so like one thing i used to do um was like organize my goals in terms of a time limit okay um so like within the next month within the next like four or five months within the year within whatever um and i think if you take the the shortest term goals and look at them every day okay. or five times a day. Yeah. Like by the time it starts to get old, you'll have made like, I don't know, like maybe 60% of the progress towards that goal or whatever. So after like, if it's a, a goal that takes a month and two or three weeks in, you start to go through the motions well, you're already 50 to 75% of the way to your goal. Mm-hmm. So it should stay fresh a little longer or you should have that motivation to just finish it off because like, you're so close to that goal. So I think that five times a day works really well for short-term goals. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if you took your longer-term goals and looked at them less often, like once a week or, I don't know, something like that, I feel like that might be a good strategy to use. Yeah, I'm I, 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 I I'm glad you brought that up because I would probably wouldn't have thought of that. Um, I guess another thing related to goals is – I don't remember where I read. I read this in a book by Rich Roll called Finding Ultra. But he was basically, and he talks about goal setting. Um, and I guess like a widely held, um, I don't want to say belief, but like idea of setting goals is that they should be, it's an acronym, SMART goals. And so it stands for specific, because if your goals are general, you aren't really going to know what to do to achieve them. Um, measurable. Uh you know, like if you if you want to lose a certain amount of weight or like bench a certain number of pounds, that's obviously a very quantitative way to measure them. Uh, otherwise, it'll be hard to see how well you're doing. Um, attainable is like, is it realistic or not that you can achieve these? Um, R is relevant. That one's a little grayer, I guess. Uh, I guess it just really is it relevant to your life, like where you are right now, what you want to do. And then T, as you were sort of talking about, is time bound um, because you have like a certain goal you want to accomplish and you have that timeline and as you it kind of kind of motivates you to make sure you're putting in the daily work necessary because like if you want to do something within like four weeks and like two or three weeks have gone by and you haven't done anything for it then you're kind of like oh shoot I have like a week or two left like I better get going on this yeah that's a good point um Speaking on, like, the measurable part, Mm -hmm. one thing I've struggled with, so, like, usually I categorize my goals in five different categories, so, like, spiritual, um, academic, slash, like, intellectual, um, financial, physical, and social, and, like, physical, financial like academic, I feel like are super easy to measure. But when it comes to like spiritual and social goals, they're mm. hard to measure and also kind of hard to be like time bound. Cause like, that's a good point. Yeah. Like the number one spiritual goal I feel like should be 
like grow your relationship with God. Yeah, or whatever your religion is. Yeah, but how do you measure that? See, I don't. I I guess that is one shortcoming of this idea of smart goals. Mm-hmm. You, in my opinion, and some people could would probably argue against this, but I don't think you really can measure that because like none of us can really say like, oh, we're better Christians than. Like, I can't say, like, oh, I'm a better Christian than Matthew. Cause, well, like, not that there's a scale, but there's, like, like you can't measure, like, how fit you are compared to someone else. Like, think of it. There's, like, the strongest man in the world and then, yeah. like, the best runner in the world. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, measurement who's more in shape, but there's, like, defining things that, mm. like, certain levels to fitness that you can measure. Yes. Whereas, like, you can't actually measure fitness. So, I feel like spirituality... There's probably certain things like that you can measure. See, so what I would, so just based on like my experience with growing in faith, um, and like something that my church has talked about, I guess for maybe to help with that, is like the three things that we should, like I guess Christians uh, should strive to do is like pray daily, read your Bible regularly, mm-hmm. and spend time um, with like people like fellow people of the faith. Um, so maybe like one way that you could work on measuring your spirituality goal is like how frequently you read your Bible, or like how often you pray or like, I don't know, like how much time you spend with your friends uh, who are like also in the faith or I don't know. Those are just ideas, I guess, of how to measure that for any, for you and for anybody else who has struggled with that. I don't know. That's, that's really tough though. Like you said to, to measure your spirituality because I, I don't really know. Like, I've never really thought of that, you know? I kind of just, like, you know, do what I do related to my faith and don't try to, like, measure. I don't know how you measure progress. Unless you, like, you know, like, if I guess, like, one way of measuring progress is you went from, like, rock bottom, like, no faith to, like, having a lot of, like, to having some faith. That'd be, like, one measure. But I guess that's probably, like, an extreme example of measuring your faith or like people's faith walks. So I don't know. That's, that's a, that was a good point you bring up. And then what was the other one social, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like one, one way I would think about measuring it maybe is like how much time you're, you dedicate to spending with your friends or like how many events you go to. But then again, I almost, but I feel like by doing that, I feel like it's not, you a great al- way to go yeah, it's it. not great. Cause like you, it almost becomes like a chore. Like, Oh, I gotta gotta meet my social goals. Like, gotta go to like yeah. three events this weekend and spend like three hours with this person, and that almost makes it like a chore. And spending time, like socializing and being with friends and people you care about, shouldn't it shouldn't be that way, you know? So yeah, I don't know. That's that's another good point you bring up. I feel like like one way I try and measure social goals, I guess. Um. Um, I would say like, so like people who you're far away from or like haven't talked to in a while, Mm -hmm. you could try to get back in touch with them. Yeah. I grab lunch or something. Yeah. And like try and like keep it, keep it more ongoing. Yeah. Like not that it's scheduled, but like, Hey, like I'm going to reach out to this person like every, every month or so or every two weeks. Um, I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah, because I feel like after we graduate from college, like, you, like, 
as unfortunate as it is, like we aren't going to really see each other, like our friends super often, you know? And so it'd be like, Oh, like every three months be like, Hey, are you going to be in my area? Like, if so, like, let me know, stop by. That could be a, that's like an example, I guess. Yeah. And also I think like you could try and set a goal, like let's say like every two weeks or so I'm going to just do something randomly nice for this person for no reason. Mm -hmm. So like, like if you have a girlfriend, for example, a social goal, a girlfriend who you don't see that often, a social goal could be like to randomly send her flowers every three months or something. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you have to have a date like the 17th every three months you send it to her. Yeah. But like you go out of your way and you are mindful of the fact that like you're going to do something nice for this person and it's not going to be a one-time thing. It's going to be ongoing consistent. Even if it's not every day or every week or Mm -hmm. every month, like you just have in mind that that's what you're going to do. Yeah. I I like that. Um, So I guess the question I have for you is how did you, so you said that your goals are classified by financial, academic, slash intellectual, physical, social, and uh, spiritual. spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I think those are all great categories. Um, And my, what I'm wondering is how did you decide on those five categories? Do you feel like those are like the most encompassing of like what your life entails or those like the top five things most important to you? Um, Can you maybe talk about that? Yeah. Um, I think like, so I went to an all guy school mm-hmm. and they talked about like the Gurian method. This guy named Michael Gurian like was kind of like the pioneer to like promote the idea that men and women learn differently. Okay. Which is like kind of the idea behind all boy and all girl schools. Uh, is oh, like Oh, that makes sense now. I was yeah. always wondering like what why. So like okay. an all guy school is more conducive to how male brains learn. Mm-hmm. Same with females. So like male brains have shorter attention spans, so they might have shorter classes than what a female, all f- women's school would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like you have breaks in between classes or something like that. Yeah. Or, um, so like one thing we had at my school was, um, it's like guys are not jittery, but like almost always moving. Like it helps you to think when like, like your foot's twitching or like you're yeah. like rocking in your chair <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, I can relate. Whereas like girls aren't as much like that. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of the chairs they had would be like, able to move or like the classroom like the desks were able to move instead of just being in straight rows like like it's just different okay um and so one thing that they talked about a lot was that like the male brain likes to compartmentalize things yes which can be like beneficial and detrimental and so like when i heard that i thought it was a good idea to like compartmentalize the things you want and being in high school, like I played sports, um, I went to school, I had friends, and I believed in God. So there's four categories mm-hmm. of just like things about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I would come across things like I was just trying to think of like what are my problems right now. Yeah. Um, like I'm stressed about school. Like I'm not where I want to be on the team. Um, like this person's bothering me. And I don't know, they kind of just fell into those categories. Like it always mm-hmm. fell into one of those. Yeah. And like I looked up like um, like self-improvement categories or whatever. Yeah. 
and like some people have like eight different ones, ten different ones, three different ones. Mm -hmm. So those were kind of just the ones that I thought fit me best. And like, so like I started off with those four, but then I would go to a lot of high school dances with my girlfriend. Yeah. And I was very uncomfortable like dancing. Yeah, uh huh. And so like that was one of the major concerns that I had on a day to day basis. Was like, yeah, which oh, is very fair. And like it didn't fit into any of those categories. Or like my friends would be bothering me and it didn't fit in any of those. Mm -hmm. So then I kinda made like a social yeah, your category. Um and like if I start coming up with problems that don't fit into those You just come up with a new category then. Yeah, which I feel like most people should do because then it's like by doing that instead of just having a bunch of problems you have like five groups of problems yes and it's easy to like like the dances like i can just knock that one out like if i watch some videos learn how to dance blah blah you like, just go to the dance and dance and that's that now 20 percent of my problems are d like dealt with yeah even though it's not really yeah it's not yeah it's like one whole category is knocked out yes so or you can think, spend less time on that and you know prioritize going forward yeah and so also by doing that you realize that the solution to one problem oftentimes is a solution to another problem hmm. so like i mean i guess just school i'm stressed about class a class b and class c well those are just like academic goals yeah so if i set a goal to like do an hour of homework over the weekend instead of like just lay in bed yeah that solves three problems Mm -hmm. But really, I'm just figuring out how to solve one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if that makes any no, sense. No, it, it does. It does. So, like by compartmentalizing, it kind of makes solutions come up a little easier, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that's why and how I kind of came up with those. Okay, and um, so I guess maybe a follow up to that. Um, by extension, what are some of the goals that you're working towards right now? And if you don't want to discuss some of them, you don't ha don't have to, obviously. But it's the ones that you want to disclosed to our audience that is very large um so let me see i kind of have some things written down because I, I was thinking about this the other day um how like the last time i really went over it was over the summer okay like the last time usually what i do is like i type out those categories and i go one by one like what am i going to do about like my spiritual life like what are the top three things i want to change yes and so like once I write like three or four down for each and I look like, what would my life be like if all of these things were true and mm -hmm. not just things I wanted? Yeah. And like, I don't know, that kind of gives like a dopamine rush of like, wow, like that'd be really cool to yeah, like be this person with mm -hmm. all these things. Um, so like, I mean, kind of like what we were talking about with spirituality, it's tough to quantify that. No, definitely. So I don't really have a quantifiable goal. Could you, could it possibly... I don't want to cut you off, but like you, so you texted me like last week about like that Bible study. Could that be part of your spiritual goals? Even though, like you don't really know what your spiritual goals are right now, could they be like tied to like I don't know, like improving spirituality or something? Yeah. So like the only way I can really measure it right now, I guess, is like more time spent. Yeah. With like okay. scripture or like people talking about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's kind of how I'm trying to quantify it right okay. now. Because I feel like I think that's probably how most people are. Yeah, um, which, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to quantify it as I go to church every single day, and it doesn't mean anything, like... Yeah, because it's, it's like how you're talking about the vision board. When you when you see it every day, after a while, it gets, it's nothing, whereas, like, yeah. 
going to church once a week, like it always means something to you because it's not like you're there every day. Yeah. And so it's not a chore. Either. I don't want it to be, yeah, like wasted time because it's a chore. Mm. I want it to be meaningful time. Yes. Which I feel like a Bible study, because you're talking and participating, is more valuable than just getting bored in mass and daydreaming. No, definitely. Um, which obviously, like, I'm going to make an effort to still go to church every week. Yeah, blah, of course. Blah. But I think a better way to grow spiritually is through that, mm-hmm. um, which is why I'm participating in it. Yeah. Um, I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> school, I mean, it's also kind of hard to quantify school goals because, yeah, because really all it is is grades. Yeah, and we, like, some professors don't really let us, like, they don't post grades throughout the semester. Yeah, so exactly. we're, kind of, we're kind of just like, like, in all my classes right now, I'm just, like, sitting around, like, I could have really good grades or I couldn't. So it's, like, I want to do as best as I can. So, like, all I can do is work as hard, you know, give, like, my 100% effort to everything I do school-related. But, like, at the end of the day, I don't know, like, where I am. And so it's, like, and when I, like, and what I am, like, is what I'm doing working or is it not? And yeah. we're kind of just like in this weird gray zone or gray space, like, uh, which sucks. Yeah. But like, I feel like you can still make a goal. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just by saying, okay, I'm only thinking about this category of my life right now. What could I do better? Mm-hmm. And so like, even though I don't know my grades, I know I can be more efficient getting my work done and get to bed earlier. Yeah. Or like, I don't like, you can't quantify it, but you know if you're doing better, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, how can I do better, basically? Even if I can't put, a, like, a number or a mm-hmm. whatever on it. It's like, for me, that's, like, I want to try and start getting to bed earlier every night. Uh-huh. So, like, doing my homework more ahead of time. It's kind of my goal there. Um, financial, I don't even know. Yeah, because we're, we're, <laughs> we're just college kids. We can't really say we want to make X amount of dollars Yeah, because, like, we don't. We don't work. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I'm working on some stuff, but I don't know. That's that's more down hard. the line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, physical, I'd like to gain some weight and get more phys- more flexible. And then social, I kind of threw, like, goals into the social category. Mm-hmm. So my social goal is to be better with my goals, which is, like, what we're talking about right now. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. So, yeah. Especially because some of your goals are, like, related to social stuff that, yeah that, like kind of like like the bible study or yeah usually social like if i just have a random goal or random problem that doesn't fit into something so <laughs> like you mis- just throw it in social like you, like category you, like you miscellaneous <laughs> yeah that's kind of what social is for me okay that makes sense that's but, fair um like social self i guess i don't know mm-hmm. those are kind of my goals okay what about you do you have like how do you categorize your goals mm. so honestly one thing that I've been th- that I've been having problems with this semester is, like, I have goals that I want to accomplish, um, especially now that I've I've gotten one of them. Like my marathon is off the list. Like I'm looking mm-hmm. for something new now. Um, but I kind of guess write them all down, and I guess my problem has been that I since I haven't compartmentalized them, even though they're measurable and like they kind of fall like the smart checklist, it's just been, it's just kind of felt weird and it's been a little tough mm-hmm. working on them. Cause I feel like, I don't know. It just, it hasn't felt like I used to compartmentalize and that was, that was really great for accomplishing them. And like, I just felt better doing that. Um, but I, I don't know why, but I stopped. So I think I'm probably going to compartmentalize 
them relatively similar to yours. Um, I like the spiritual one. Um, I so for me, physical. Um, I think that'll probably be broken down into like health. Um, so like mental health and then physical health and like physical health will include like running and like diet related stuff. Um, and then mental health is kind of like mindfulness practices and like kind of like meditating and journaling stuff. Um, so two for health, um, shoot, what did I guess? Did I say spiritual already? I don't, I, I don't think so. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So two for health, uh, spirituality one. Which is almost tied into mental health, but uh, I'll keep it separate. Um, academic, I, I think I'll keep that. And then, honestly, I might have like intellectual be separate because, uh, well, I'll talk about it in a second. Um, and then when it comes to financial, like right now, I don't know, like just maybe, I guess I'll keep that. And like, so for that, I would say probably just stick to, like, I made a budget for the school year because, like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to spend more money than is necessary, you know? Like, not that I'm, like, I don't have money problems, but, like, I just feel like a lot of people in college spend recklessly. Yeah. And I don't want to do that because, like, if you think about it, like, this goes back to the saying, like, how you do anything is how you do everything. Like, if, you, if you're spending your money recklessly in college, like, and that becomes a habit these four years, when you get out of college and you're having, you have, like, a full-time job like chances are you might like continue that like, you'll like go out every weekend like yeah. go to the bars go to the clubs blow if you're broken of- spending recklessly what are you gonna do when you have money yeah exactly and so so i don't know i, I would say that my financial goal right now is just stick to the budget for the school year um a good one let's see spiritual um i so like for mine it's i guess like like I was talking about earlier, like praying daily, mm-hmm. going to church um, on Sundays. Um, read. I, I try to read my Bible every day, um, but I also like I don't I don't like get down on myself if I don't because I don't want it to be a chore because like that's like that'd be off. Like I, I just don't want I don't want church or like spirituality to be a chore. That's just not a good way to approach it. Uh, I think something I'm gonna add into that now that you. Uh, you mentioned it is going to that Bible study every week, even though it's kind of like past when I like going to sleep. Uh-huh. I feel like making the exception Thursday nights, especially for something like related to my spirituality would be good. Not only because like, I'd be able to grow spiritually, but also something that's important with, I guess probably any religion is like having people who are around you who are also like, like-minded in that regard. Um, Cause it can help. They can make a support group. Um, you know, like when you're having tough times, um, yeah. So that's spiritual and financial. Um, academic, I mean, I just want to do as well as I can in school. Like, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, I don't really care what my grades are anymore. Like, because I know that if I put, like, I, I, I want to learn. Um, I feel like, because school is about learning and it shouldn't be about grades. So, like, if I learn the content 100%, a natural extension of that should be doing well in school. So, like, I'm kind of this goes back to like not caring about what people think about you, you know, when you're trying to work towards goals. Like now I just want to learn as much as I can. And I, if I put my best foot forward, um, I should be getting the best grades that I can. And like at the end of the day, if I put my best foot forward and don't get the highest, like an A or a four O, then I have to be okay with that. Cause like, you know, if I worked my hardest, then I can't, like there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Yeah. Um, and also if you learn the material and you don't get an A, 
Like, you know the material, you don't get an A, the system is broken, and that's not yes. your fault. Yes, and, like, I would rather be the person learning the material 100% and remembering it f- after the class ends and getting a B plus or whatever grade as opposed to the person who gets an A but forgets all the content a week after the final exam, yeah. you know? Um, intellectually, now that you sort of made that, dis- that you talked about that, something I... I love doing over the summer. Like I read a book a week over the summer, mm-hmm. but once this semester started, I thought that I wouldn't have time. So I prematurely stopped reading, which I really hate that I did that because yeah. like looking back on it, I I've had a lot of time this semester. So I think I'm going to try to get something started back up with that, like reading a book a week or something, um, or reading like X number of books a month. Uh, so I'll get back on that one. Um, when it comes to mental health, I, I just journal every night um, mm-hmm. and I have like a mindfulness practice that I do every day just to kind of ground myself and make sure that like I'm aware of like how I'm feeling, like my surroundings, like what's going on, like just being present because I feel like a lot of people's stresses come from worrying about something they did in the past or worrying about something that's to come in the future. Like what's what's in the past is done. What's in the future is not guaranteed. All we have is this moment right now right here Mm -hmm. so just work on like doing whatever you can to make this the best moment possible and like just be 100 percent present and don't think about you know all the exams that you have three weeks from now or all the exams that you haven't done well on the semester like i don't know just be present and the rest will kind of take care of itself um and then the last category that i mentioned was uh physical health and so for that um I mean, just continuing to, like, have my diet be vegan, um, which, I don't know, it's kind of just, like, it's very measurable, like, do I eat vegan food or do I not? And, like, I've been doing a great job of keeping that at 100% recently. Um, And then when it comes to running, um, so I think I mentioned this last week when you you were asking me, um, but I want to run the Berlin Marathon, assuming I'm over in... Rome next fall. Um, if I don't get into that, I want to do the London ultra marathon. It's like a 55 kilometer race, like 34 miles. Um, and then if I'm also over there, I want to do the Athens marathon, the kind of like where it all started. Like it's a very historic race that a lot of people want to do for that reason. Um, I also heard that's very tough. So that would be a nice little challenge. And then senior year, this is crazy that I'm even thinking about this, but there is a race about an hour and a half away from here in Indiana called the Indiana 100, and it's a 100-mile race. Um, and so that's, like, really long-term right now. Um, I don't know. I, uh, you should do it. I, I, I want to, um, and I'm going to try to get that on my calendar because sign-ups aren't until next year for the – senior year in 2021 but i i think i think that i will i'll go for it um and like obviously it's easy to talk about that from like a place of comfort right now um because like we're kind of just like sitting here in this very cozy place yeah we Uh, gotta keep talking about it from a place of comfort and then sign up and then yes no because no dude because once i sign up for it and it's on my calendar i have no choice once you're uncomfortable it's too late and you're you're stuck with it you just have to do it and like work through it so i i think i'm gonna do that um, it, I was talking to Dylan about it before I left and he was like, dude, how is that possible? Like you would take, you need days for that. 
like it's a 30 <laughs> hour race um 30 hours wow yeah last year's or this year's best finisher was in 16 hours which is like a six minute mile which is Jeez. ridiculous yeah so i'm thinking about that um that's like my really long term that's like my longest term goal right now um i think i'm gonna go for it but that's also i'll get back to us on that um and Okay, so I have a question for you. Now that I've gone through mine, you've gone through yours, and we've kind of talked about how we like compartmentalize them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this is probably really relevant for our listeners and anybody in college or end of high school. Where would you, where would you put career-related goals, like getting a certain internship or a certain job, and how would you measure that? Um, especially like as a freshman or a sophomore, cause like maybe as a junior, it would make more sense. Like, Oh, I'm going to measure this by, do I get the internship at company X, Y, Z? And then after that, do I get a full-time offer at company X, Y, Z? It's like that, that part's measurable. Like mm-hmm. as a freshman and sophomore, I guess there are some things that you could do to kind of like measure your progress. But I feel like that's something that's very, very pressing at this time in our lives. Yeah. Um, personally I put that in financial. Okay. Um, but I guess one thing that might be different about how I think about it compared to maybe other people at this stage in their life is like my ultimate goal is not a job. It's like financial freedom. Yes. And Which like, is really, that's, that's super hard to quantify. Yeah. It means something well, for everybody. Yes. Like I, there is a certain number that like I would like to have and, mm-hmm would not need any more than that. Yes. Um, and we'd be fine with less than that. But like, I think like if you quantify your goal as getting a job, you can get the job and hate it. That's true. Also another thing that some of the people that I look up to always talk about is like when you're trying to get that job or like accomplish something or do whatever, like you work really, really hard to get it. And then once you get it, you kind of just like you take it easy and you're like, hey, I got the job. Like yeah. I don't have to work hard anymore. Like, I can just cruise now, which is an awful way to look at it, you know? Yeah. Whereas like, like for me, how I look at like job goals, I guess. Yeah. Is like, okay, after college, like there's here are the things I want after college. Mm-hmm. I want a job that pays however much so I can save this much money. Okay. Like my how much I save is like the number one number I'm kind of looking at. Okay. Um, cause I'm saving to invest. Yes. So how much I can save and is it something I want to do? I don't really care where it's at. I mean like locationally, like, yeah, there's certain places in the country I'd like to be. Yes. But like the name of the company, that type of stuff doesn't really matter. Okay. And like, to be honest, the industry doesn't matter as long as I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So like, And you're able to work towards that financial or the saving goal. Yeah. And then the next however many years, this is how I want to invest, how much I save. This is how much I want to make off those investments. Here's how much I want to continue to save from my next job or that same job. Mm -hmm. And like, I think what that does is it leaves, like, you can't plan your life out. No. Like exactly what's going to happen. No. And I feel like that leaves... Like not that it's an easier goal to achieve, but like there's so much more room there's so much more wiggle room for me to still be perfectly happy and achieve the goal. Yes. And by not making it so specific, it's like I feel like it's a better goal. Mm-hmm. Because 
I'd rather, like, I don't know, like, it's great to have goals, but if you achieve that goal and it's not really a goal you wanted to achieve. Then what does it matter? Yeah. Like, what does it mean? Nothing. Whereas, like, like, here's how I'll put it. You say you want a job at Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. That's your goal. You don't know for a fact that that goal is actually what you want. Because you could get yeah, there. You, you could hate it. You could hate it. Whereas my goal is to get a job that I actually want and to save this much money every year. Yes. I know for a fact I'll be happy with that. Exactly. Like, regardless. Because yeah. my goal is literally defined by me being happy. Yeah. And it's still quantifiable by like numbers and mm-hmm. stuff of like course. that. So I feel like. I don't know. That kind of got away from the question. No, no, that's okay. I definitely categorize it in like the financial mm-hmm. part, but I would like, I understand like it might be your dream to work for a certain company, but I think it's important to, I like the way you put it. It's important to realize what you actually want, like the root of what you actually want. Like you want to be happy. And so the further away you get from that actual goal of being happy, like, mm-hmm like by making it more specific than that, then I think your goals become, I don't know how to describe it, but I don't know. I feel like you should keep it as few steps away from just being happy mm-hmm. um, as possible. Cause yeah. that's really like you can narrow down every single person's goal into the one goal of, I just want to be happy. Yes, exactly. That, that's, that's a very good point that you make. Um, I think another thing that we kind of haven't talked on, touched on, which we should before we uh, wrap up here in, in a couple minutes, is the the why behind your goals. Ooh, that's a good because one. if you something that I've heard people say before, um, which I think we could probably all agree with, is if your why is strong enough, you'll find a how, like no matter what. Mm-hmm. So if you want to share what is your why or if you don't, if you don't want to, how can people figure out what their why is? Um, well, kind of like I just said, I feel like everyone's why is to be happy and your happiness depends on certain things. So my happiness depends on the safety and the happiness of people I care about. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's usually a lot of people's why. It's, like, my mom or yeah. my wife or whatever. And so, I don't know. I feel like if like, you want well, your why, just narrow down the things you need to have to be happy. Okay. Like, like my parents need to be safe and taken care of, um, my friends, my brothers, my yeah. grandparents. Like, like, be, like, very unspecific, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. Because that's, like, the base of it. I don't really know how to describe it. I'm doing kind of a poor job. But, like, get as close to the root of what you want. So what would be – so with your physical one, what would your – like, what would your why be of, like, wanting to be more flexible? Um, So the why is – well, partially it's because, like, I want to perform better. Okay. But – so like, then what, what would the why behind that be? I guess like just to keep asking the question why till we get down to like the Exactly. The core I think that's what you need to do. Um that's that's a good way, like the Socratic method yes, or whatever. Yes, I just feel keep like that's asking what, why and why and why till you get to like a why so deep that you there's can't no, you, there's no more yeah, why. Like, it's I just, just like, want to be happy. Is, this that's is it. fundamentally Yeah. So I want to be more flexible. Why? Because I want to perform better. Why? Because I want to have a career at Notre Dame 
that when I leave Notre Dame, I can be happy with it and have no regrets. That's like the base of that why. Okay. Because, like, like once I stop playing football, yeah, like I'm not going to play sports anymore. Of course. And I want to be able for the rest of my life to look back on my sports career and my football career mm-hmm. and be happy with it and not have regrets. That's now, like now that you put your best foot forward and not yes. all you did. Yes. Okay. Um. Ultimately, because I want to be happy after college. That's okay. like the main reason. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. How about you? Um, so I guess like the most, the goals that I feel like I work towards on a most, like on the, on a most frequent or on the, yeah, the most frequent basis is like my running goals just because uh-huh. I don't know, like that's kind of what I've started to prioritize in my life more recently. And not that, I'm, not that I'm like a world-class runner, but I just like love doing it. And so I spend like a lot of time with it and I just want to be as be- as good as I can. Um, so like. I guess like the fun, like the why, um, like why do I want to run another marathon or like why would I consider a hundred miler, um, in two years? And I, so the first why would be, I want to see what I'm made of and like what the human, like what I am personally capable of doing. Uh-huh. And so I guess, I guess another, the why of that is because... I want to be my best version possible. Mm. And the why of that honestly goes back to like what you were saying is that I don't want any regrets in my, yeah. in my running, uh, a quote unquote career slash time. Um, and why, like, why do I not want to have any regrets? Cause I, I guess want to know, I want to, I want to be like, the end, at the end of the day when I go to bed, I want to know that I did all that I could and that there wasn't any more left in my tank, you know? Yeah. Um, but then another why for, for like running and stuff and like considering doing these, some of these crazy races is because, um, so now that I'm getting to be like to where I'm like basically hundred percent plant-based, um, that's something that's really important to me as well. In addition to my running and I have this is something else that you were talking about a couple minutes ago, um, related to my family, like some of my um, grandparents and great uncles and aunts, um, like they're suffer, like they suffer from, like they have like diabetes or coronary heart disease and stuff. Um, and other members of my family have had, have had cancer and died from it. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like by training, by like being plant-based and by like training plant-based and by performing my best in races, cause I'm plant-based, like that goes to show them that like, they like they thought that like they might think that it's a joke when I first started it, but like if I show them that like oh look I can like go out and if it ends up happening like run a hundred miles but be plant based and not eat like quote like eat the necessary quote unquote meat um, or whatever they like animal products, it's kind of like for my family and for like the greater good of and those be around off me. Yeah, like, like like influ like basically I'm I'm just essentially I want to be the change that I want to see in the world. Like I want people to realize the, the power of plant-based diets uh-huh. and foods and how you don't have to have meat, dairy, eggs, any of that stuff to, to live a healthy life. Um, and to do anything, whether it be like run a hundred miles or just be your best at your job every day. Um, so I really just want to, that the otherwise I want to be a positive influence on them and show them that what they once 
didn't believe in is actually, um, I guess prove it, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think ultimately when you get down to it, a lot of our goals are like for other people because mm-hmm. their safety and well-being exactly brings us happiness and also to prevent regret because regret is something you can't, you can't get rid of. You can't fix that problem other than learning to live with it. Yeah, like it's it's going to be it, it will loom over you for the rest of your life and like yeah. you said we can't we can't control that. All we can control is our response to that, mm-hmm. which is something that, that's very that's that's true for many things in life. Things that we can't control, we can only control our response to them. Yeah. Um, which I have two really good quotes that I think would be good to d- leave us off with. Okay, let's hear them. Um, the first quote is: "The pain of regret is a thousand times greater than the pain of discipline," um, which I think is mm-hmm. a good one because. Yes. Discipline does require pain, but the pain of regret is much greater. That's I like that one. And then another good one is don't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. Um, so it's going back to short-term sacrifice for long-term benefit. Exactly. Like being disciplined and realizing that the goal I want, what I want most is more important than whatever it is right now that isn't really working towards that, mm. which I feel oh. like is a good, I mean, at least for me, that really resonates. With I me. like that. Yeah. That's something that I've been trying to work on in my life is foregoing the short term little, uh, maybe benefit that might actually derail your long term progress. Yeah. Mm. That was good. Yeah. All right. Well, I agree. That is a good spot to end on. Um, I hope that everybody enjoyed this and found it somewhat useful just given that as college kids we are always trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives and what goals we should be working towards and what we need to make of our time in college or high school or early careers whatever it might be for you um thank you for listening we will uh hopefully be back next week with a guest if not it'll just be us again more shower thoughts and then uh hopefully uh you enjoyed if you did Subscribe to us wherever you're listening to this. And even if you didn't, do subscribe to us because you will not regret it because of the plentiful quality (laughs) media we put out on a weekly basis. So with that, peace out, everybody. We'll see you soon.